Well, the boss called me up and said, come in to work. I just hung up on that slave-driving jerk. And now it's time for expert analysis from the best in the game. This is Be She's Wrestling with Mike Davidson. I'm a former producer of wrestling, and I had to tell people, here's what I need in a promo, here's what I need in a match, and here's why you have to do it. You tried to be cute, you tried to be clever, and you came off undervaluing the guy the promoter is paying thousands of dollars to get into the ring with you. Special guest star, the Becca Shane Madison. Madison. Jealousy is something that the Mecca Shane Madison has had to deal with my entire life. It doesn't matter because I guarantee that the Mecca will win. And producer Chris. He's just a money-making machine, that guy. As somebody who's featured regularly on their program, I don't think he's going to be able to take enough time away from his other adventures. The guy is a mogul. And now, she's wrestling. She's wrestling. One of the best years of my life was 1997. I was ranked number 430 in the PWI 500. And because I don't think we're going to have 430 episodes of this podcast, I figure today is a celebration. It's the 97. Episode getting of close to 100. She's wrestling. The Mecca came back did from guys, Mexico. Did you guys miss me? Yes. How long were you gone? A while. Yes. Uh, mo- most of February. Yeah. People most asked. Of February. It's like Diana Ross over here. Hell, Pe- listen. People asked during the DC's episode, "Why didn't you guys talk about anything current except for the event center?" And I said, "Oh, well, we kind of weren't even." You, you might have heard some exotic birds chirping in the background of the, <laughs> yeah, event, the event center, center came but, from but listen next month i'm going to los angeles i'm going to toronto next week i'm going to miami next month so we're gonna have to do some juggling what's in los angeles um going to my wife's birthday she's uh oh yeah her birthday we're going to go down flying down i think april something 10th i think something like that so. yes trying to be a good husband trying Doing the best I can. <laughs> trying. So, if, so try, we might try have, to get over. So yeah. in the prelude to Still. WrestleMania, we may have to do the second part of DCs of the Rees, the local Rees. Yeah, that I mean, part one was man, like uh, so many compliments on that one. Oh yeah, yeah. Did, people want to know if New Crete's on the market. Oh, Honey New Butter. Crete. New Crete. Was yeah. there a Shaolin monk tour? No, there wasn't. Can I get tickets to Shaolin monks? No. And now <laughs> we have some. Some great posters and some pictures we'll be posting on our social media of some of the old AWE posters. Yes. Some of that uh, some of that Heat magazine stuff. Yes. Incredible Keep stuff. Keep your eyes out. Now, let's talk about the local wrestling scene, which I am not a part of. Yeah. What did right I miss? Yeah, controversy. <laughs> yeah. We had James. Did you hear James Corbo? Oh, I week? did. I great I, episode. I love the episode. And you know, very observant, James, James Corbo. He was asking about that. That family member who I was talking about, how he had rocks in his in his head. Yeah. He had Newcrete in his head. Newcrete, yeah. <laughs> that very light styrofoam <laughs> like concrete. Yeah, that apparently is more. He he used to say that it was more. It had more. Uh, what's that word? Durability. Okay. More, whatever it was. I've just blocked that whole period of time out of my head. I, I tried to look it up, by the way, after, and I can't find anything yeah, online. Man, well, no buildings are building. No, no, apparently not. So th- there we go. I the mean, roads that, are going to be New Crete. If the, I buy a wrestling ring, New Crete? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to get the post made with New Crete. I would actually smear honey butter on the ropes so people start <laughs> slipping off the <laughs> ropes. <laughs> honey on butter. The, on the turnbuckles. Yeah, people will be licking the ropes during the match. So local wrestling. Yeah. Let's talk CWE to start. Okay. You've announced, it's announced May 3rd. Mm-hmm. You're going to make your return to the Winnipeg wrestling ring yep. for CWE against Chad Daniels. That's the show in Winnipeg. I will be in the ring before that Yeah, as you well. need a couple of rust well, relievers. You know, I got I got a few things. I go, I'm going to be work wrestling in uh, land, Landmark. Landmees, yeah. Landmees um, with a yet-to-be-determined opponent. And again, in April in Amaranth. And then, yeah. Amaranth. May 3rd. Chad Daniels. Reality check. We're going to see... Uh, we're going to see if Mr. Daniels chokes again. He has maybe an, any intestinal fortitude. If he has any killer instinct, I don't think that he that he does, but we'll find out. CWE just came off an incredible tour with yes. the franchise Shane Douglas. Yes, um, Shane Douglas sent a very nice message to the crew, thanking the crew, saying it's been a long time that he's ever been in a, in a uh, locker room that good. So he had a blast, and he was just great to be there. Shane is a one of a kind guy in my dealings with him. I always found him to be uh, accommodating Mm -hmm. with his time and effort and a very intelligent man. Yeah. Um, He apparently cut a promo on the Winnipeg show that 
mentioned Chris Benoit and Owen Hart. Oh, really? Yeah. I, Somebody you know, who was at the show said Shane cut a promo that they didn't quite understand at intermission time. Well, I cut a promo after that match. Yeah. From, I was on the big screen. From Mexico. From Mexico, From yeah. the gym. Well, that was after. Looked like a pretty good fitness center. It's a nice gym. I have a, I have a pretty good setup down there. You know, when I'm not, you know, drinking too many Tecate lights. And so uh, the champion is still Mentolo, right? I, I, yeah. You know, forgive me. Tyler if Colton wrong. made the save. Oh, yes. What a surprise that is. Yeah. Tyler Colton, WPW champion. Yep. On a, on a CWE show. Yeah. That's a little bit of controversy. Well, Tyler Colton debuted. In uh, CWE in 2009, Tyler Colton was trained by Mentolo. Yep. So it makes a lot of sense. Yeah, absolutely. So, so yeah, I, I think that's, you know, it's interesting. Created, it raised my eyebrows. Yeah. I sent a few texts about it, and people said there's nothing there. There's, you know, just a guy showing up on a show. Don't read too much into it, and he's going to be a part of the CWE roster, which wasn't a surprise. Yep. It's an open playing field, apparently. Well, it's only open for some people. Uh, Apparently we so. don't need to go there. Like, <laughs> it's not there, open for you. Well, I get that. Listen, I don't take anything personal. If somebody tells me, hey, your potential endeavor to run a wrestling show doesn't sit well because we think you're going to do it differently, well, I am going to do it differently. I don't deny that. Where are we at I this week? 95%. 95%. Whoa, we're right there. Well, right I've on the meeting, doorstep. I've got a meeting later today. And if that meeting, oh. that meeting, you know, honestly, I don't want to talk about me yeah. right now. We may be later. Yeah. But like that's believe, a first. I, I believe I'll be at that meeting too. Yeah, I think you're you're summoned. <laughs> so you've been coming to a lot of meetings with me. People Holy are gonna think you're people think you're my right hand part. Like my my you're the new Jeff. Yeah. Jeff. Sure. What can I say? Yes. I do I, I do what I can. I try to facilitate. They they you're bring also, the Mecca to meetings to get things done. They bring also, me to meetings to burn things. You're also a key to the peace key like to explaining it and kind of you know, because if I say, "Hey, listen, this is what this is what it is," they say, "Well, you must have a motive." Yes, I have a motive. I'm investing my money. Oh, sorry. If I do this, oh. I'm investing my money slip of the tongue, yeah. because I want to a value the fans, value the talent, make the podcast bigger and more listened to, raise awareness. That's what I would love to do. Yeah, it's not about hey, like I said, I can't be better than what's out there. Mm. I don't think I would say, hey, I can be better than, I, I'm going to be better than WPW has Judas Icarus and um, Jody Threat and, 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 like their entire roster is star-studded. I don't know that I could be better than that. And I don't know that I, I definitely could not do what CWE just did with their however many show tour that was extremely successful. Yeah. That would be quite an endeavor. That's 15 years in the making. But I can be different. And fans are going to, you know, probably say, "Hey, that was a that was a change of pace, and we like it." That would be my goal. Look at it this way: like, let's just—we're not talking about this, but yes. <laughs> if you were to hypothetically run a show, start a promotion, whatever it is, when that happens, <laughs> focus <laughs> on just doing a good show. Exactly. There's going to be people who are threatened. I don't think it's a threatening, but it, endeavor. Course, we know that, but. Look at it this way. The people that you and I have talked to about potentially this situation, these are all important people. Yes. So, and they all are like, why? I don't understand why anybody would have a problem with you running a few shows or whatever. So, I, okay. I was going to talk about this in the last segment. Let's move it up to the front. So I talked to people in pro sports and I say like, I have this opportunity to do something. It's something I spent a long time in my life doing. I have a passion for it. That's why we've done this podcast now, 97 episodes. They say, do it. And don't worry about anybody that has an issue with it because you're not, they're not going to, they're not your customer. They're not your supporter. They're not your friend. So yeah. don't worry about what they think. Focus on what you want to do, which is just a spectacle. Something, something that people are going to say, wow, that was pretty good. The, the way that I look at it is this, run a good show um, and try let, to be peaceful and yeah, and let your, you know, there's going to be people who are going to screw around. It's already happening. We're not going to get into it here. God, I hope um, it's not happening. Um, it's like, they say that there's no heat. There is, clearly. Um, so, but those people don't matter. The people that matter are the people that are going to come to the show. The supporters that you do have. And if this is to happen, um, and 95% is pretty damn high, my thing is run a good show 
and let your actions and your behaviors show what type of promotion you want to be. And and that'll be it. And value the fans. Yes. Value the talent. Respect the talent. Respect the the fans. That's all you really want to do. The company is called Wrestling United, for God's sakes. Let the cat out of the bag. It's a W (laughs) and a U kind of like intertwined, like shaking hands. It's all about... Being together and, and, and uniting and, and... And it still might not even happen. <laughs> but it's you. And you've pissed people off in the past. That's why people are upset. Yeah, they have every not, right to not some that, of that stuff. But not that, oh, no one else has done any... No one else has screwed around in the past? Come on. Well, yeah. That's it. Come on. That's it. If you're going to... Th- I don't want to talk about... We won't the, get into I'm it. I'm not it's focused. Just, it's just... Yeah. It is ridiculous. Okay. How many emails, getting into it for text messages, into it. phone calls that I'm getting yeah, on I, this. I hate that you're stuck in the middle of it, <clears throat> well, too. You're just the co-host. I'm on the. Sh- I'm on this show. I put myself in these positions, and that's yeah. fine. And, and I own it, and that's fine. All I'm saying is, I know what your intentions are. I know they're nothing but good. Yeah. If this thing happens, and again, I've tried to talk you out of it too. Oh yeah, you've spent more time trying to talk me out of it. Than because to like, it. it's a big undertaking if you're going to do it. But if you do it, I know what your intentions are. Yeah. And I'm there for you. And this is what I'll say. And you know, anyone else who's, you know, I, I think if, if people want to get in on this thing, you look at WPW, when they started, a lot of people thought, ah, oh, that's just a bunch of marks running a wrestling show they're nothing to worry about well now there's something to worry about because yeah, they're they number crea- one they were very creative people exactly that's for sure and there's yeah. a lot of people that laughed and poo-pooed them and now look at them yeah. right and they also had their core group of guys who were getting in they were there at the start and they're still there now yeah you know and there's a lot of people that are trying to get on there right so it's like hey get in on something good be a founding member, you know, that's what I want to be. If you if you move forward with this, I will be there. I appreciate 100%, yep. I, appreciate I will be that. there because I know what your intentions are. And I'll say this. I'm not focused on the past. I'm not sitting there saying, oh, I'll, many years ago I could do this. And I'm also not focusing on, hey, did I do petty stuff? And Corba brought it up. Yeah, I did. And I, let, say, I told him in the break. So did everybody. It, take me to task. So has everybody, right? Yeah. And I am focused on the future. And one thing I see right now is a lot of great talent and it could be assembled. And that's not to say that the other shows aren't great. I'm, I, there's one word you're not going to hear me say in this. I ain't in it. To, I'm, I'm not looking to compete. It's not, I'm not starting because listen, it's not like McDonald's, Burger King, Wendy's. No, it's just there. There's listeners who take the time every week to listen mm-hmm. and I Hey, appreciate it. Yeah. I would love to do something that really impresses them. And, I plan to do it in the most respectful way possible. But here's the other thing from doing this podcast and you guys know, we talked about this before we went on the air tonight. It ignites a passion in you, right? We talk about all these things like all we, we give advice. We say, Hey, let's, let's try this. Someone should try that. Someone should try this. It's about putting your money where your mouth is, right? You, this is kind of like reignited a flame that maybe went out. Right. So now you're like, hmm, I'm going to keep talking about this or am I going to maybe try to do some of this? Because you feel that passionately that that, you know, if you do these things, it's going to work. Yeah. Why do you think I came back to wrestling? Yes, there are things on TV that I, I, you know, I love the storytelling. I love the 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 whole emotional roller coaster. But like, hey, like we were doing this podcast. I never for one when I came on this show. Way back when, I don't even know when the hell it was. I think I it's been a over a year. You've been now? on it for over a year. Holy yeah. cow! I was looking at a memory from a year ago, and you had just started. I I never for one second thought I would ever ever get back in a wrestling ring. Never did that. Ever consider that? And here I am. There you are. One thing I'll say is it's not because I think that somebody's doing it wrong. I'm actually impressed. CWE, what they're doing, amazing. Yeah. WPW, what they're doing, amazing. So it's not because I'm Primos, sitting. not so amazing. We have yeah, I, shout I, out to shout out Primos, to Primos and Thompson. We yeah. will talk about yeah. it. Yeah, well, let's go there. Yeah, I, hell of a house. I've said like I I, I respect everyone that's Huge doing house. it. So what? Here's what they did in Thompson. They actually are onto something here. They went to Thompson. It was there was no like you. It was free to attend, mm-hmm. which I've always said the dollar figure that you're asking people to pay is only imp- important on the economics of how you're going to run your show. But the time they have to devote is just as important as the money they'd have to put up. I counted like three, four hundred people in that picture. That's right? great. 
that's great. That's a market that is so underserviced for entertainment. It's so hard to get to. You have to go straight north and there's not a lot of communities that you could run in conjunction. So Primo's has gone up there. They went to, uh, where was that other town? Wobodin? Wobodin, yes. Yeah, they did Wobodin. Now they've done Thompson very close to each other and they did it two months apart. So now he's got a market that he can really chomp into and do something good. He's doing the, the place in Osborne. Uh, with, uh, the park uh, theater. No, it's not, it's not park theater, but it's the, it's the church that he's running. Okay. And it's, um, it's, uh, fast times at Primo's oh, High. Yeah. Yes, that. Bobby Schink is yep. the focal point. Good choice. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's trying something different. Same thing. You'll hear me say, I wanted to do something different. Mm-hmm. And so speaking of different, I want to give CW a big shout out. Did you see what they did? They went to. They arranged, and I can't remember what city it was in, they arranged for a, a meet and greet where they went to, I guess, a super fan who goes to all the shows. They went to a super fan's house for his 10th birthday. Yes. His I, or her 10th birthday. Yes. Like, was that North Battlefords maybe? I can't remember where it was, but yeah. I was so impressed with that because to have that level of fan engagement where they invite you to their house? Yeah. I don't know how Mentolo is eating cake through a mask. Mentolo, Leon LaCombo, <laughs> who else was there? Uh, Chad Daniels. Chad Daniels went to the birthday um, party. Um, I think was the I think the referee was there. Was Bobby Sharp there, or was he not part of the? I don't think yet? so. I don't yeah. think so. But I also saw something else. Leon, I was impressed by that. That was yeah. very well done. So and Leon LaCombo. Yep. He uh, went into the locker room of the kids, yes. getting ready to go out and play hockey, and giving them the pre the pregame speech, yes. the motivational. That's going to create. A, and a relationship with fans. Yeah. Very well done. And, and that kind of stuff, it's not just showing up to a show and running a show for them to be able to have that reputation with that, either that family or that team to be able to pull that off. Well done. That yeah, was very, super impressive. Extremely well done. Uh, WPW is going into their two night tournament. Mm-hmm. It's the, um, Winnipeg Voyager Street Cup. Fight. Yeah, Voyager, Voyager Cup. Cup. Winnipeg Street Fighter Tournament. Two nights. West End Cultural Center sold out both nights. They're going to put tickets on sale for night at the museum very shortly. Amazing. Uh, Steph DeLander against DeLander, Silesia yeah. Sparks, night two. Yes. Yep. For the Women's WPW Championship, so that'll be a hell of a match. Judas Icarus is in the tournament. Sebastian Wolf makes his debut in Winnipeg. A lot of reasons to get there and see it, but if you don't have a ticket, you're going yep. gonna to be SOL. Yep. Um, well done by them. And then they've got, they've got, I've seen their schedule coming up in spring and whoa, it's, it's yep. about to, business is about to pick up in Winnipeg. I saw the video for rec room or clips of the video, another full house at the rec room. Yeah. 250 in attendance. The, the visual I really got impressed with, and I mentioned last week with Corba was when Cheeks came out mm-hmm. and he used those, uh, inflatable clap sticks yep. that were branded with the word Cheeks on it. And I, they're back. Are they back at the, at I think there's a return room? date, but they haven't announced it and there's no tickets on sale, but yep. I, I've heard a, I've heard a date, but I don't want to say it because yep. I one I could have the wrong date and, and confuse people, but and I do believe they're going to be there anytime. And when they release it, we'll talk about about it that's their all ages venue they're going with a different feel there and i noticed a lot of kids there and they all seem to love that show Mm -hmm. well done on their part um things are in the right direction for all three companies locally it's you know it's primos they got to be happy they're going into a new venue uh yes it's a fort rouge united church by the way there you go thank you i knew it was a united church and there's two two fast times at uh primos high shows there's that one on the 21st at the the fort rouge church and then on the 22nd as well in toulon at the rockwood center okay so the uh so the that's a return date to Toulon, I believe. I don't know if they've been to Toulon, but yeah, yeah. To they, the, that, Marty Squirrel. Squirrel. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. So I remember because they spelled Toulon wrong. I thought Marty Squirrel <laughs> was supposed to become a regular, but he's not on those shows. Yeah, Unless they're know. not advertising him yet. Um, no, I haven't seen any advertising. Maybe it's because we uh, we burnt them by, by revealing that. <laughs> well, it was supposed Did to be Villain Enterprises Wrestling, yeah. right? Well, that was a rumor that was out there. Who knows if it was... They might yeah. be trying to work the Beeshees Nation. And <laughs> something I want to say to my Beesheesers, thank you for the support. We put our shirts on sale. We already have sales. Oh. I'm very happy with that. Start wearing your Beeshees Wrestling shirt out in public. Let people, especially to wrestling shows, let people know that people are listening. Take a I, picture. Yes, yeah, take a picture. In there, are, there are people that say, how many people are actually listening to this podcast? And I say, well, it's significant. Do, do I want to... I, did I tell you that story? What happened to me in Mexico? Yeah, you did, but tell it now. I was at a bar in Playa del Carmen. I was sitting at a Beautiful bar. City. Oh man, Her I love town. it there. 
we have a condo there. So we go into town and we uh, we go to uh, a bar called Alive. And it's one of my favorite places to go. They got the coldest beer in Playa. And I was sitting at uh, at a table listening to the band. And this guy came over to me, uh, a gentleman, and he he was basically talking to, I think he was talking to my wife or something. And he basically said he wanted a picture with me because his son is a bee sheezer. And his son was very excited to be um, to that. I'm getting back in the ring. So I took a picture with this gentleman. I can't remember his name. I know his son is a listener, so I apologize. But Do you uh, have this picture or does he have the he picture? He has the picture. So whoever the bee sheezer is, yes. get that picture up on internet, on, on uh, social media, yes. and tag us. We would love to see it. Yes. So that was hilarious. In Mexico, there That's are That's happening to you now at a grocery store? Grocery store. It's happened to you at a at a bar in Playa del Mexico, Playa, Playa del Carmen, yep. which I'm going to go to when I'm there in a, in a month. I'm going to go to this place called Alive and oh, see. I'll hopefully, give, they recognize me. I'll wear my beige. I'll shirt. give you the Wi-Fi password. <laughs> yes, I'm going to need that. Um, and where else is that happening? Oh, I, I know it happened to me at a bomber game. The Winnipeg Free Press reporter. Yeah. I'm not going to say his name. Great friend of mine. Yeah. He he came up and he showed me his screen. And he was listening to B. She's wrestling. Yeah. I said, what do you think? And he said, it's refreshingly honest. There were a bunch of people when I was in um, Florida, they were, we were sitting at the pool and they were, one guy knew about the, the podcast and he pulled it up on his Spotify and he had it downloaded. And then all these people sitting around the pool, they're all from Pittsburgh. <laughs> and then they all started like following the, the show. So that would it's explain that yep. weird spike yeah. in American <laughs> listeners. Um, before we go to our first break, what do we have for time, producer Chris? We're at 20 minutes. 20 minutes. Okay. So l- listen to this week of wrestling coming up in the last week of April, first week of May, April 28th, Night at the Museum, mm-hmm. featuring WPW. And, uh, and we know the talent, but we're not saying it, but wow, it's yep. going to be a sellout. Yep. Then you've got the, for some reason, All Elite Wrestling, and we're going to talk about them a little bit more in mm-hmm. the next segment, but they moved their date from April, t- April 10th, 21 days later to May 1st. Yeah. I don't know if it had to do, it couldn't, it wasn't a Jets conflict. I'm sure it's just a scheduling thing, but. Maybe it has something to do with Kenny Omega's health. There's no way he's going to be ready to work. There's no I way. Heard something Diverticulitis? About, no I way. heard something about eight, the, the, he was seven or eight weeks away. I would be shocked. And I heard that two weeks ago. Yeah. I mean, I'd love to see it, but. That would be... What else would be the reason to delay three weeks? In fact, you're actually worse off because the Jets are in the first round of the playoffs. Is three weeks going to make that much of a difference to his recovery? It actually could hurt, well, yes. To Kenny Omega's recovery? That's a major, like Brock Lesnar had that. They removed like 12 foot of intestine. But he didn't, but Kenny didn't have any surgery. Yeah. Kenny is being treated and my understanding is that he was, I heard, the prognosis was good. Hmm. I don't know if he's going to work. I mean, I'd love to see it, him work, but I mean... Does he really, he's not exactly, he's not exactly fond of Winnipeg. Yeah, but right? he, but Winnipeg is fond of him. Yeah. And I think he might be, I think he might be warmer to Winnipeg than he's been. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, who's to say, like, I can't say he's not fond of Winnipeg. I just think that he got to a statch status yeah. where it was going to be his terms if he did anything. Sure. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. That's probably the more. Chris adequate. Jericho, same thing. You That's, don't see Chris Jericho showing up at Chalmers Community Club. Yeah. Right. If somebody could run Chalmers Community Club. Also that same week. So that's Wednesday night. The Sunday night is the WPW show. And then Friday night is your return to the ring for CWE. You better be a draw, pal. The biggest of all. Well, I and got, Savio Vega is going to be Savio the, Vega. Yeah. I, I there's going to be, there's going to be so many people at that show. And um, yeah, it's going to be, I, I am looking forward to May the 3rd. It's going to be here quicker than you know it. Oh yeah. It's two months away. We're so. already into March. Yeah. Like March already. Ah, my favorite month. Um, March 23rd. It's not far off. I know it's three weeks. What do you want for your birthday? The birthday bumps. I got, well, I'll let you know off air. This episode of Bee She's Wrestling is powered by First Row Collectibles, Canada's online and in-person collectible store, where you'll find the coolest sports cards, autographs from your favorites, and of course, wrestling collectibles galore. As a loyal Bee's She's Wrestling listener, you can get a discount on your purchase using the code Bee's She's. That code is B-E-E-Z. S-H-E-E-Z, one word, to get 10% off. Visit the store online, firstrow.ca, 
Or instead of click and order, go brick and mortar. Meet the guys at First Row in person, 1835 Main Street, Winnipeg, Manitoba. First Row Collectibles, Canada's online and in-person collectible store. WWE is red hot. We didn't even say those words last week when James Corbel was on the show, but our resident WWE enthusiast, Shane Madison, is on the show. Yes. How hot is that product? Piping hot. Do you know I watched Monday Night Raw, and I was like, they're establishing shots of arrivals. Looks pro sports. It's like NFL does it. Yeah. And you see yeah. it like when they're... NHL That's because Kevin it. Dunn's gone now. He didn't like that look. Nope. That is... That made me want to watch everything. Yep. And, I, and I watched that show closely and I was like, I figured there was a seven or eight different ways they're doing it better than All Elite. Their show is so good. It's slick. I, I don't understand why people say, oh, Raw, I can't watch three hours of Raw. I can easily watch three hours of Raw. It's like watching a three-hour NFL game, but it's but because it's creative and, a, and not a pro sport. If you watch a three-hour pro sports broadcast, there's a lot of that game where you're not exactly happy. If your team's not playing well, you're... Your stomach is in knots. Yeah. But if you watch a three-hour wrestling show, you especially right now when their programming is hitting on so many levels, it is very palatable, and it and it gets better, and it and it tells a story. The creative machine that WWE is, it has never been this good. Even in the Attitude Era, I don't think their programming yeah. was this good or guys getting momentum all at the right time. Okay, the, let's look, look back at the Attitude Era. Rock was hot. Austin was hot. Mick Foley got really hot. DX was hot. But even like Val Venus was doing yeah, every, something. Peripheral Crash guys, Holly was doing stuff. Right now, Drew McIntyre is oh, hot. Yep. He he's is I don't think he's hot great, but he's hot. Yep. And he, his contract might be up. And, you know, where does that leave them? They don't, they're not, they're not taking their foot off the pedal on the no. guy. Seth Rollins is red hot. Um, uh, LA, Knight. LA Knight. LA Knight. AJ Styles. AJ Styles. Um, the, Randy Orton. Uh, Logan Paul. Oh, Logan, Logan Paul. Paul. Yeah. Rhea Hawk. Ripley. Yeah. Dominic top, Mysterio. So many people. Dominic Mysterio with that haircut reminds me of young Eddie Guerrero. <laughs> That's what, That's what he's going be. for. <laughs> well, okay. yeah. How good is Dominic Mysterio? Yeah. Better than anyone expected him to be. It's unbelievable. You know? Yeah. So here's, this is where they're at today. So Will Ospreay debuts on AEW. WWE doesn't care. No. Um, they don't need now they're Now they're going to have t- Okada. And WWE is going to say, no problem. They don't care. Exactly. But that was the right move for Okada. It is, because yep. go for the guaranteed money. Yep. Mercedes Monet is going to go to All Elite. Terrible move for her. WWE is like, okay. Yeah. Right? They're, serv- they're not only surviving, everyone is getting the right level of over at the exact same time. Going into WrestleMania, perfect time. Normally, WrestleMania is the crescendo then they hit the reset and people lose interest. Right now, I'm more interested to see where do they go after WrestleMania because is Cody going to be the champion? I strongly suspect he will yeah. be. But will Rock be the top heel running with Cody? We don't know what Rock's doing yet at WrestleMania. No. He's going to be working, but we don't know. Yes, but there's a couple of different ways they yep. could go. They could sure. Seth Rollins could turn on Cody, and then you could be going through a title unification match. I'll be really happy if Drew McIntyre wins that match because he... I know when he he was really upset about the whole COVID WrestleMania. Yeah, and uh, he bombed as the top guy. Well, he was it was a tough situation for him, so it would be nice to, for him to have his moment because he, he's really he was getting so on all over cylinders. at that point. Gunther, yeah, yeah. Gunther is unbelievable. <laughs> I yeah. didn't see it because why are you not wearing knee pads? And then I'm like. I like this guy as a heel. I'm a Ludwig I'm a big Kaiser Mar- Mark. Yeah, I yeah. love Ludwig. Kaiser. I am a big Mark for heels, yeah. and and. The heels in WWE are just as good as the baby faces, and that's when you've got magic. I say this all the time when I'm talking about anybody who's trying to book local wrestling. You need to get one thing over, because one thing will lead to two, and it multiplies like bunnies. That's what you need to do. WWE's done it right. I watched All Elite on Wednesday, Dynamite. Well, and did you see NXT this week? No, I didn't. With Sean, Sean Spears coming back? Excellent move for Sean Spears yeah. in, his, in his current career traje- trajectory. Yep. He has, by the way, New Crete, the word was integrity back in the Oh, there we go. <laughs> Which I'm trying. Structural integrity. Structural integrity. Sorry about that. Yeah. 
Um, but Sean Spears going to NXT right now is absolutely perfect timing for him. He was a peripheral guy the whole time in All Elite. They didn't do anything with him. Mm-hmm. They tried to put him with Tully Blanchard. He's they good put too. him in that they put him in that um He was in a thing with Cody right off the bat. Yeah. Yeah. And he was in that group, wasn't he? Yes, he was in a yeah. group. Yep. Uh, Pinnacle. Was yeah, it? Pinnacle, the Jericho it, group. Yeah, it didn't work for him. Yeah. Now he gets to go to NXT. They're happy to have him. He's going to teach people. Yes. He's going to be a very, very valuable asset to them. Yes. It's amazing for him. How about Tomatonga? Yes. Yes, that's huge. Could he be in the bloodline? I uh, think that's where they'll put him. I, I mean, mean why that's, if they were smart, why not? The one guy that they're another looking, heater. The one guy that wants to go to WWE so bad right now, and they're not sure they can get him in there because of a issue with his criminal past is Jacob Fatu. Yeah. Another yeah. guy that they can fit into the bloodline. Yeah. That bloodline could be as it, they, that could go, that could be the new bullet club in yeah. terms of so many different ways they mm. can go with it. Only more yeah. successful and legitimate. Yeah. Like I, I'm really interested to see how this whole thing plays out. Right. I honestly, like it's been a long time since I've been excited yeah. for a WrestleMania elimination chamber was outstanding. And WrestleMania, what are we, you know, 30 days away? I mean, it's going to be an it's going to be a great paper. Their product is red hot at the perfect time, and where do they go after is going to be key. And all the independents that are seeing major business increases, ground zero in uh Below zero in Fargo did over 1000 people. By the way, if it's below zero, sidebar. <laughs> don't they use Fahrenheit in the US? Zero is still zero though. Zero but degrees Celsius be... is and zero degrees Fahrenheit are the same. Is it? Yes. Meteorologist okay. producer but Chris. I was thinking like <laughs> zero below zero is freezing. So if it was thirty-two is freezing. Right. But zero is zero. Zero is zero. Okay. Be- anyway, below, thank you for clarifying. But continue. Below zero did over a thousand. <laughs> Top talent did nine hundred and something. That building was jam packed in Edmonton. Yep. I'm hearing from my friends out in BC. All Star Wrestling's doing. Three and four hundred people. CWE went to every town. Basically, yeah. we're gonna pull. Up, we're gonna go ahead another thirty miles and draw another three or four hundred people. Yeah. Excellently done. Yeah. WPW. They they they're on fire. I don't know. They the only word they know is sell out. Sorry, we can't sell you a ticket. So if WWE can stay strong, we've already seen all elite drop off because the stronger WWE went, all those fans that were engaged with all elite three, six months or two years ago are now into WWE red hot. They just did a poll of AEW fans. I don't know if you guys saw I that online. See it. Uh, yeah. 86% of the fans surveyed said it's not as fun or as interesting as it was two years ago. And the problem with That's Tony Khan's sales pitches, everything's great. Everything's great. Nothing's wrong. And if he if he leveled with the fans, like we try to do on Beishis, we yeah. try to be, there's integrity, structural new Crete integrity here. <laughs> we try to say, hey, listen, we're putting our asses on the line on the effing record. Mm-hmm. This is what we know. This is what we think. Let me tell you what I can tell you if I was Tony Khan. Here's what I'd say to the fans. We've been in a tough spot. It's We've lost momentum. And it's solely on me as the owner. Mm-hmm. And it's also solely on this team together to come out of it. And we will. And we have a vision. He's got to start talking about vision. Every time he builds a big announcement, it is never, we don't hear it and go, that's exactly what he needed to say. And you know, I liked what Corba said last week. When Hang he on said, on almost everything. When he said, put the title on Strickland, <laughs> have him do a run and face Osprey at Wembley. Yeah, I like that idea. That's great. It would be a fresh, yeah, a fresh approach because right now Samoa Joe's a recycled champion. Uh, let Strickland get as over as he possibly can be. Maybe he can push business upward. I like what he said on Dynamite. He goes, uh, "Joe, maybe after I beat you for the title, you can go back to wearing a poncho and doing commentary." Yes. That's what he was, yeah, when it was raining at WrestleMania on that yeah. rain, rain delay, he was wearing a poncho. This is one of my favorite memes. <laughs> that was good. I really feel bad for Joe because he won the belt at Christmas time, or just when was it? World's End. World's End. What, December thirtieth. December thirtieth, and MJF has been gone. N- nothing is heard of him. Adam Which is good. Adam Let Cole me, is yes. not around, and it's like okay. So well, Adam Cole's around, but as a manager, yeah, but he's like, he's not right where the, Vince said he he should. Yeah, be. but he's not yeah. in he's not in the picture. He's not. <laughs> yeah. Kenny Omega hasn't been in the picture. Yeah. They've had a lot of trouble with their top yeah. guys not being in the picture. So if they could get something hot and then those guys start coming back, you might have something. Mm. 
But again, it's all going to come down to vision. The new, what's the new content? The writer's name, the woman that they brought Jennifer up. Jennifer Peppermint. Yeah. 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 From WWE. Everyone yep. seems to say that she's going to be good. She won daytime Emmys. I used to watch the daytime mm-hmm. Emmys. I was a big days of our lives fan. She's a big, fa- she's, a, she's friends with um, Mercedes Monet. Yeah. yeah. So and she was producing a bunch of hands on with the women, not, not like Vince hands on with women, but <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. It served Touché. up. Yeah. Good I didn't one. mean to go there. No, no. Good one. But at the end of the day for AEW and for all wrestling fans, the better they get, the better it gets. Yeah. So I'm pulling for AEW big time. Big yeah. time. Where are we at for ticket sales for Winnipeg? Twant, they went up. Quite a bit. Yeah, but yeah. it was all promo around Valentine's Day, and then they uh, the big ticket price drop that everyone waited for. They are never going to get They are never gonna get $80 a ticket again. Will they be back here? I think so. Yeah. Uh, I think they're going to get to 5000 Now they're going May 1st instead of April 10th, which is Come good for on. me because I'm here and I'm going to be wearing my B-She's wrestling shirt and a blazer. That's always a good look, T-shirt and blazer. <laughs> and a blazer. <laughs> <laughs> a blaze. A blaze. I'm going to make Sean Brown wear his T-shirt and fight, should, any, fight anybody. You should get Tony Khan one of those shirts. I'm sure he would love one of those shirts. Yeah. Uh, um, I could probably get... I, I, I could somebody, bring him one. I, yes. Well, are you doing a dark match? That's what people have asked me. Who's who's asking? Kelly Laz. Well, Keysley's. Yes. Okay. I don't know. Don't know yet. I don't know. I know the person to call. Mabel <laughs> Starr gave me the number <laughs> when he thought I was ribbing. Yeah, there you go. There you, you go. go. I will say this: stronger AEW, better for everybody, except for independent promoters that like to get talent at a, at a good price. Yeah. Because when they when they lock up everyone and they pay a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's talk about our friends at TNA TNA Wrestling. Yes, TNA Wrestling. Scott Demore has been gone a month. They've done TVs. Um, Our, the sands through the hour hourglass are still are still. So ticking. that is, as I'm to understand, that is talent <laughs> saying this is how much time's left in our contract, and without a leader, we aren't resigning. There's nothing wrong with that. Great. Where are you going to go? Yeah. Well, half half of you guys won't get a job anymore. Speedball anywhere else. Bailey in All Elite would be good. Uh, I think Nick Nemeth in All Elite would also be good, or in Major League Wrestling. We're going to talk about them in a second. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that that's what's going to happen. I'll tell you why. I think that TNA is currently leaderless, but I don't think that's a problem. They were leaderless when Jeff Jarrett failed and Demore and Don Callis rose up to... Nobody thought Don Callis was going to end up in the leadership of TNA at that point. He was just commentating at New Japan and yeah. he just came back into the business. Chris Jericho brokered that deal. And TNA did go through a portion of time, I believe, when Scott has been there, I think, since oh seven or something but he had oh four no but he was gone for a period yeah, he of was time. gone in 2010 because i was talking to him about coming into all uh wfx wrestling no, but he oh. was gone like before that too because i remember it was bound for glory in detroit whatever year that and was and then russo took over his booker and scott went home yeah 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 that was in that was in oh six yeah so there was a period of time where tna did not have scott demore there yeah. so it's not like he's been there since day no, one and he, and he was gone in 2010 when hogan was there yeah he he came back only in 2016, when Jarrett took the right. the book and wanted Scott for, I mean, Scott and Dutch Mantel at that point had some trouble. So I think right now, like I said, Bully Ray might be a guy that ends up mm-hmm. potentially there. I don't know that that happens, but mm-hmm. because of his busted open tie-in and that's where Tommy Dreamer is. Mm-hmm. And I think Bully's very smart and he was in the office at ECW. It's an interesting option. But I also think, you know, uh, Hunter uh, Delirious yeah. is there. He, he maybe he jumps on as the book, and maybe Chiachoni running it like a TV property as opposed to like a wrestling company might work. The interesting thing when they're talking about going to full sale and going live, I think that is ballsy and could kill the company. Oh, live! I didn't know live. Yes, yes live. Live on Thursday oh. nights. Mm. If you're doing that, you're not doing that for access no. television. No, you have to have a better outlet. But here's the thing with TNA. What? Like we talked about this at our another one of our meetings this week. Oh yeah, <laughs> what is their vision? Like, do you want to be a player? Like they they do these things where it's like, oh, we want to be a player. We're going to go live. We're going to do this, but then they say, well, all we want to do is have content for our station. So we're not going to. Sorry, Scott, we're not going to put any more money into the company. So what is it? It's like, the, the guy, the big guys at the top don't want to be players. They're happy to get the content. Everybody else in TNA I don't wants know. to be players. So why would they go live? I don't know if you're right about that. Now, yeah. this story leaked that they were looking to go live and Nordholm and Demore and I think it was Lou DeAngelis 
mm. went went and looked at the venue. Mm. Now it's no worse than the impact. That story zone. leaking to me is maybe Scott leaking it, putting it out there that that was going to be his vision. So people are like, "Geez, they need Scott to more there because they will go live at full sur- you, full sale." You think Scott goes back? Ooh, I don't. I, yeah, I don't either. I don't uh, see it happening. And I can't say why I think that, but I know that I've talked to a friend of Scott's, who's, and you, you know who I'm talking about. He didn't think it was happening. And I think, I just don't, I, I think that there was, it was bad enough that he had to be fired abruptly in the middle of a momentum, in a hell of a momentum swing. Apparently he knew before. Yeah. Well, I, if you watch his promo in November, when he announced that their TNA is coming back yeah. and he swears and he's yeah. screaming. And I was like, that isn't really what I would expect to see from the president of the company. No, but I think he knew he was on borrowed time. Yeah. And I think that was as much a message to the off to the owners. Hey, I am going to run this with my passion mm-hmm. and screw you running it like a business. And Hey, I've been there I, with Jeff yeah. Dick. It took a lot to push Jeff Dick, but he fired me. There is a point in time where the in, where the angel investor looks at it and says, "You are you are acting out, and I you gotta you gotta act in the best interest of the company." I'm not saying Scott ever didn't act in the best interest of the company. I think he did, but I yeah. think he got so so immersed in it that it was that there was a power struggle, and I think that in the end, okay, let me buy you out for ten million. Well, we'd be leaving with a loss if we did that. Now they might lose everything and have to file bankruptcy one day, right? Who knows? But I'll say this about what I what I believe TNA's new vision is, is they want to grow, they want to learn how to grow, and they may end up doing it different than wrestling companies do it because they have different people in a different wavelength. But I can tell you this, they aren't folding. Mm-hmm. There's no sign that they're folding. And hopefully they get a leader that the talent can get behind because that's going to be a very important step here. Yeah, that Getting big st- letter was kind of like long and like... Why, like why it's just, it's just so, I don't know. It struck me as kind of indie, like writing a big letter like so, this to. Do you remember when TRCW, there was a night where we were pretty mad at Bobby and we we're all going to quit. Was and this the survey? No, this was before he fired okay. me a couple, like less than a month after, because we okay. kind of said we're done. Okay. You're, you're, you're pushing. There were times when the talent reacts. That's what happened with this letter. The talent is all communicating, probably in a group text. We got to do something. We were on, we were on momentum. We're rolling. Things are good. And it it was. So the talent sees this change and they're like, we're never going to keep the momentum. But this is why wrestlers can be so stupid sometimes. Unintentionally, maybe. Unintentionally. Because this is a business. Yep. TNA wrestling has lost millions and millions and millions of dollars. Not the wrestlers' money. The wrestlers are being paid to 67 people are under contract to work at TNA wrestling. They are getting paid, but there are people who are losing money. So if they are losing money, if I'm an owner, how do I stop bleeding? Yeah. It's also a softer economy for broadcast companies, which is why in Canada, Bell got rid of like weekend newscasts at places like CK, uh, CKY Winnipeg or whatever, CTV Winnipeg. When you see people going out of work and it happens every year in the yeah. media industry, what do you think Leonard Asper and Anthony Ciaccioni are looking at? They're going, okay, from a media standpoint, we may not be able to continue to do this without a turnaround financially. Right. We may not be able to continue to raise money to lose money. Right. Right. So, and they're in, in Scott's case, they were in year seven of his run. Hell of a lot of momentum, all at yep. the right time. Yep. And he's saying, keep fueling this tank because I can keep pushing it. Right. And they said, stop asking for more. Yeah, but because they weren't making any money. Yeah. So I, I get it. The wrestlers now like Scott and he's a wrestling guy yeah. and he knows the business, but they're not making money. But Nordholm, who was like the financial, yep. he was the, basically the CFO. He was the president. And then he was basically the liaison between Scott and and, and, and Asper. Yeah. He was saying, make that offer to Will Ospreay, make that offer yes. to CM Punk, make that offer to Mercedes Monet. If they had gotten all three and Nick Nemeth, do you know what that would have done to their payroll? It would have tripled it. Yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And, well, and they none, would, of those, none of those people would ever come. And Well, not necessarily, but well, if... Well, Punk wasn't coming. Mercedes Monet wasn't going if there. If they didn't have access, could you imagine if they, at the same time, had a TV distribution deal that would pay for those three people? Like they, Turner with Hulk Hogan. Like Spike did yeah. in 2010. If they could have done... If they could have got two, three, or four of those people, they got Nemeth. If they could have got that all at once and the national deal, they would be just as hot as AEW. And Scott was... The creative for TNA was way better than the creative for AEW. Yeah. Tony Khan would have had a real headache if that had happened. Where's Leonard Asper from? Winnipeg. Hmm. <laughs> Do you know anybody who knows him? I, I'm, look, Other I'm than looking. Other than maybe at, me. I'm, look, yeah, I'm looking at someone. Well, you know what? It's he, me, isn't it? Leonard Asper. <laughs> he, him, and his family. They Canwest Global, which was CKD TV. I don't have to give you a history lesson, but it grew from Winnipeg. Maybe maybe you should come full circle. Who knows? Um, hmm. Last note, MLW yep. got a $20 million settlement from <laughs> WWE for contract tampering? Crazy. You, you might not hear it in my voice. You can see it in my face, all you people who are watching on our imaginary stream. I can't... What was the contract they tampered with? Well, this was that ongoing legal... It had to do with contract tampering. It was, and it was that, and it was when they were saying Stephanie kept them off Fox and all this other stuff. Did this they like, even have a deal at Fox? I, I can't remember what the specifics were, but... How does MLW <laughs> get $20 million? That makes them a player. And the... Yes, that's 20% of what... Shad Khan put gave Tony to spend on on yeah. well he's definitely tripled that since mm-hmm. but 100 million is what started at AEW it's probably more than Anthem ever had mm-hmm. in TNA and I wouldn't be surprised if it's not in the range of what um Panda put into mm. TNA up until 2008 <laughs> or 9 I forgot Panda Panda energy yeah. yes so Here's the thing, $20 million. The women that were victimized by Vince and trust me there were women not one. Yep. They didn't get $20 million. What in the world did, a, did WWE do to victimize MLW worth $20 million in well, an out-of-court settlement? That's probably just Endeavor saying, go away. Right? And we're never talking to Vince again. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I don't know what it was. I didn't read the specifics. I just saw the dollar figure. Because usually before Endeavor took over, that number would not be coming out. Yeah. So now it's like, I'm like, whoa, $20 million. That's a big number. Matt, right? I'm writing down Matt Riddle. Yep. And any other free agent, and I'll tell you this, Court Bauer is a really shrewd guy. Like, yeah. what he's done mm-hmm. with no budget has been very impressive. Yep. Now he's got a budget. Yeah. I mean, they're doing, I noticed they're doing, they're pushing a lot more of their programming on Busted Open. Yep. Um, so, I mean, they got a little bit of money to throw around, so let's see what's going to so happen. One thing they did at one point, they were on Vice TV around the dark side of the ring. I think they should go back on Vice. Dark Side has had a very healthy run Dave, on Vice. Debuting finished. tomorrow, if I'm not... If no, it was last week, but I haven't, was even, it? Oh, I haven't even watched I haven't it. Wasn't it March 9th? I thought it was Earthquake was last week. I thought no. Earthquake was this week. If oh, it was, was it? if Earthquake had been on, I would have watched All right, it. I'm I think look it's it March 9th. Please do that. Okay. Um, but I'll tell you this. If I'm MLW, I'm going to WG. I'm going to a network, and I'm saying, listen, don't pay us for the first 10 episodes. Let us prove we can get a rating. Then we talk about this and that. Da, 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 da. Give us a 10-week trial. And do something great. Yes, it debuts tomorrow, Tuesday at 10 p.m. Okay. What date is that? March, I have no idea. March 5th? I believe it's March 5th. Whatever date. March I, the 5th. Because March yeah. 3rd, this past Sunday, was Revolution. Revolution, yeah. What a great pay-per-view that was. I couldn't believe all the great things we saw. <laughs> We're not going to talk about it, but we saw some You're magic. A, you are a mind reader. I am on fire today. What are we at for time? 47. Wow. Well, let's keep bees cheesing, people. Yes. All right. <laughs> So MLW twenty million dollars. How Ali Ali TNA X Division champion. champion. We didn't talk about that. Mustafa Ali. Yeah. Yes. He's been great on the Indies. He's drawing everywhere. He's a guy who's working really hard too. Yeah. Like he didn't get released by WWE and say, "Well, I got nothing left in yeah. the tank." Yeah. Nick Nemeth has had a good effect on TNA too. He's, He's working Bloodsport for uh, what's his name, Josh Barnett. Really? Yeah. So, he just won the. IWGP Global, global Champ. Yeah. How yeah. many titles do they have? They have a US, an Intercontinental. They have a heavyweight. They have, yeah. what am I missing? Tag. IWGP. They went to the Tony Khan school of let's get a belt for everybody. <laughs> yeah. Every match should be a title match. How about Eddie? Eddie Kingston has three three belts. He does. Yes. Titles in wrestling. Let me give you a tip. If every match is a title match, that main event ain't going to mean much. It's like, let's have every match in a cage. 
Didn't lockdown. Yeah. TNA lockdown. Well, it's working for UFC. Uh, no. Anyway. Yeah. What Has anyone heard anything more about Vince McMahon and Johnny Ace? I have heard absolutely nothing at all. It's been quiet, yeah. I have heard. The only thing I've heard is that, who was it, Paul Roma came out and said there was he went a on story to, about yes. some other woman, and he's surprised. I thought he was talking out. about a guy. Well, he was Roma talk- heavily hinted about the Ring Boy Sorry. scandal and Pat Patterson and stuff like that. That's right. He well, he did talk about Jim Powers, yeah, right. Yeah. Which which I, which makes a lot of sense now because I remember what, like in '87 when you see the his young, push immediately. Well, the Young Stallions against the Hart Foundation on Saturday Night's main event, and I was like, man, these guys are good. Like they got a good look, they're yeah. a good tag team, they got a name, they dress the same, but they always lose. Well, now we know why. Yeah, I I've, I'd actually heard that story. Maybe 10, 15 years ago, that Jim Powers had said yep. no and it affected him. And now you heard Nick Kaniski came out, or it was Kelly Kaniski, one of the two. Nick Kaniski, I think, came out and said he was propositioned and said no. I, I'm just really happy that Endeavor is running this thing like above board and all this like shady, like, like just gross, like old school, like yeah. Like I think just, the, it's a positive for yes, the industry. Absolutely, it needs to happen. It's gonna. It's, yes. There's growing pains involved, but yeah. it's something that has to happen. It's yeah. also part of what today is. Today is different. Yeah, you can't and, be a scuzzy, slimy promoter anymore. Yeah, like, and and honestly, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if it doesn't come to uh, no fraternization in the workforce in the workplace because that's where. You got to get control over that too, because guys are going to, when you have guys and girls working together, there's going to be an interest in, on one side or another, and it could be awkward, right? Yeah. You know? How about Maxine Dupree getting booed? Booed out of the building, yeah. Like, I didn't see the video. Did you guys see that Why video? did that happen? Apparently she botched a bunch of spots or something. She, like she's that. not great in the ring, yeah. and the fans know it, Yeah, and they mercilessly booter which is unusual for a wwe fan base yeah. because they're usually pretty like i could see that happen in aew yeah but um they're usually pretty forgiving in wwe but i mean again i said it before you know who hates wrestling the most wrestling fans they you, don't mean to but it yeah it you have true. a girl out there she was she's green she was throw, she's thrown out to the wolves you know sink or swim look at jackie gata what happened with that? Yeah. I heard that story way back in 2010, what happened to Jackie Gata. Um, obviously, it's well known. I was friends with Charlie. A very Well, I am still friends with Charlie Haas, and he was married to Jackie at the time. Cheese he's. And he was the first person to tell me that there was stuff going on that was like a casting coach. I didn't understand it, but he's like, yeah, it's bad. And he said, that's why Jackie, two things that got, caused Jackie her job. One, she said no to Vince, and two, she got married. And then she was gone, right? Like, I think she got her notice when either Charlie or her she got was great too. fired. Oh, she was so when, good. Yeah. When they were on their honeymoon. And That's then the right. other one got fired right after. Didn't Dinsmore talk about that on recently? Like, what Oh, the- yeah. He did his, on his YouTube channel, which yeah. you should follow. He did a whole breakdown and he was very candid and honest. A lot of people were coming out and being honest about the issue that was happening there mm-hmm. that never got talked about because you couldn't talk about it because you'd get blackballed in the industry. Yeah. And I know, like, you know, John Cena had some pretty controversial comments on the Howard Stern show, basically saying how, hey, you know, I love I love Vince, right? I'm it's my this is a big hill for him to climb, but I'm gonna I'm gonna love him and hope that he comes out of it. And you have guys like Orton saying, you know, it just makes me, you know, makes me feel like it, it breaks my heart essentially. Yeah. You have some so it, there's all these different people, but like Cena took a lot of a lot of heat for those comments, you know. He should have. They weren't. wasn't a smart thing to say. You yeah. can feel Kevin that way. Kevin Nash also had a lot of. I Kevin Nash is a knob. I didn't hear. I disagree with you on that. Enough of that guy. I didn't hear. I didn't hear that comment. But like Cena is usually pretty poised with these well, situations, you, especially for Cena. He's a Hollywood star. Like if you if you're on the wrong side of an issue, you could be not either canceled or your like Antonio Sabato can't like basically can't get a, a spot yeah on a TV show and like I get what he's saying like a lot of the things that Vince did were obviously reprehensible and you wouldn't condone that at any level but you know saying like there's a lot of wrestling fans that think that the girl is just as bad because it took two to tango but she was financially beholden to her job. Uh, those people are morons. Yeah, well, they don't understand how I, I power imbalance works. Those yeah. are the same people that think Martha Hart's the heel because she won't let Owen go into the Hall of Fame. Same people who think Chris Benoit should be in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> yeah. like, you it hear is. this stuff and you're like, what in the world are you talking about? If that, 
Let me ask you this to the people who say this, and please listen closely. If a man like Chris Benoit moved moved on your street and lived two houses down, would you thank your lucky stars that it wasn't like that you never were ex- exposed to whatever happened right. in that home, whether it was abuse, eventually snapped, you're thankful it didn't affect your life. So when you're a wrestling fan, you say, well, I'm only going to judge him by what he did in the ring. Yeah. I don't care about any of the other stuff. You I just worry about his matches. Yeah. Unfortunately, you can't. He's you a terrible think, human being. Think of the whole picture. And even if it was a one hour snap, it was longer, obviously, mm-hmm. but even if it was a one hour snap, it, it, you can't forgive it. Yeah. And the, the story, and I, people don't want to hear this story. People want that to be gone, but he killed his wife first killed his son many hours later, killed himself a full day after that. Yeah. There was a lot going on there. And if you can condone it because you think he's a great wrestler, you're insane. Welcome. You've got mail. Two big questions in the mailbag this week. Let's get to them right now. You can send them in to us through social media or our email, totalbeeshees at gmail.com. They okay. know how to get rid of, they know how to get a hold of us they at do. this point. They do. Uh, Tyler asks... <laughs> Who would be on your WCW Mount Rushmore? Oh, Tyler must be a... Uh, Boston Open Boston fan. Open I heard fan. this conversation. Yeah. yeah. All right. Who wants to go first? Oh, man. Uh, you go first. I, can, you I can go because I've already... Rattle them off. Because I was listening to Tommy Dreamer debate this over and over and over again. Um, and again, WCW and like w- first three. Okay. No well, problem. I mean, for sure, you got to go. It's Flair Sting, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Okay. Now... Tommy Dreamer had Booker T on there, which I did not agree with. Okay. Um, I think you need to put Hollywood Hogan on there. Yeah, that's that's on my list. Just because of... Save the company and, and yes. built it into the number one. Yes. As much as people say it was Bischoff, it was Hogan, Hall, and Nash. Yes. Now, and then the, the fourth one for me is Diamond Dallas Page. Oh, that's an. Int- I didn't even think, but yeah, right? I could see that. Like when I think WCW, now I would also say Diamond Dallas Page and Vader could be interchangeable. Vader's on my list. Yeah, yeah so that would be my four or five. Was that five? I think that's four, isn't well, it? Well, with Vader, Diamond Dallas Page. You're counting Vader's too? Well, big guy. You know, but <laughs> Hollywood Hogan, okay. Sting, Flair, DDP, and or Vader. Okay. Um, you got yours, Mike? You want me to go? Okay. This is not going to be very interesting because I've only got four. Okay. And they're ex- the exact guys you mentioned. Flair, Sting, Hogan, and Vader. Um, okay. I didn't have DDP. I'm back and forth. I don't know. I can- Vader and DDP, I can't slide one out over the other for yep. some reason. I know. It's tough. And I can't give DDP the final spot either. Yep. So yep. I almost feel like I want, I'd like to give this final spot to two guys. I know I'm not supposed to do that, but the Outsiders. Hall and Nash because that was so big when they jumped over and they made it seem like they're from WWE and it, you know yeah. it kicked off the whole Monday Night Wars. Well, if you're talking that Lex Luger, he's got to be in there too. Yeah, I'm all right? of America. Lex Luger, right? Yeah, he was instrumental. So I'm going to say this: WCW officially became a company really in 1988 when Turner yep. buys out Jim Crockett. Mm-hmm. So I say Flair and yep. Sting because you have to, of course, yeah. And I say Hogan, because if he doesn't jump in 94, I don't think Turner keeps his money in past 96. Uh, I have Luger, but I can also replace Luger. Yep. Now, DDP and Vader debate doesn't work for me, and I'll tell you why. DDP at his peak would never beat Vader at his peak, and that's what you have to think about. Good point. Vader at his peak was beating Sting rather handily. Yep. He was and a big part of WWE yeah, in the early 90s. Yeah, and yeah. a very important time for yep. them where nothing was working but Vader. And Sting. Yeah, and so you can't... And Booker T, at his best, wouldn't have beat Vader at his peak. Right, and when Booker T was getting kind of over, WWE was past their peak. But would have beat Vader at his peak, and this is why my fourth is Goldberg. Because Goldberg at one. his peak yep. would have beat Vader at his peak. So I'm saying Hogan for everything... Flair because there is no WCW if there's no Ric Flair and Sting because it's their creation. But there isn't a guy at their peak that would have beat Goldberg at his peak. So Goldberg goes in number four. And if I was going to put a tag team, I would have put the Steiners in there, but no. It's Flair, Sting, Goldberg, and Hogan. Yeah. Sorry if that's a boring choice, but there was some science. I would have loved to see Goldberg versus Vader. Oh, it would have been. It would have. Oh, Vader would have kicked the shit out of him. Do you realize what would have happened? Vader wouldn't oh. have agreed to do a quick, oh, a quick finish. No. 
And the people, because Vader was hot. You realize, I'll tell you something. When Flair beat Vader for the title, Starcade and they didn't hot because Sid, there, a lot of people were anxious to see Sid turn babyface. But they sold something like 7,000 tickets in a week yeah. because they couldn't announce, they couldn't do the angle for Flair to take on Vader. It was very rushed. Yeah. And they got to it for, with a week of notice in, in the Carolinas. Where was that? That was... I was in Charlotte. Charlotte. Charlotte, yeah. Flair beats Vader. Remember Mean Gene was interviewing his family as yeah. he was leaving the, his it was house? A, it yeah. was well yeah. done. It was a huge buy rate, yeah. too. It was very good for yeah. that company. If that if that angle doesn't happen, I don't think Hogan even looks at WCW. They got Okerlund, they got Heenan, they got... And Flair and Vader, that leads to Hogan coming over as huge. Anyway, so that's it. Flair, Sting, uh, Hogan, and Goldberg are the people on that... On that Mount Rushmore. Okay. Second question coming into our email, totalbeeshees at gmail.com from Monique. She asks, why does Mentolo wear a mask? Why is it always women who ask <laughs> about Mentolo? <laughs> Every woman I ever I ever have talked to about local wrestling, they always say, what's with Mentolo? What's with Mentolo? I think it's because he's really fit. He's a really fit Extremely guy. And, fit. and people think he must be a good looking guy. Nobody knows how old he is, but you no. can... Like, think about this. He started. We know how old he is. Yeah, he started in 1996 or 7. I thought it was 95. No, I started in 95. He was a full 96? year 96. And he was dead, Deadpool? Yeah. He started training in 96. And he doesn't age. Like, his work, he, mm. he you don't see. No. Yeah. Like, and nobody gets to see his face. He's a good looking guy. But Monique. why he wears the mask is it's always been character driven. And this is a guy that's mastered his presentation, yep. especially over the last five years. But color scheme, uh, creativeness, you see the pictures and then you see he's, the a, re- he's a real life cartoon character. Yep. Just somebody that kids get behind and obviously women, because that's why Monique asked. And um, he's been a leader. He's been a trainer. He's a main event star. Could be champion. Yeah, could wrestle anywhere on the planet. Until he gets in the ring with me. Could wrestle anywhere on the planet. But Mentolo wears a mask. It's character driven. He's for now 30, almost 30 years, has put a lot into the Mentolo character and it's amazing. And the other thing a a mask does is it doesn't age the performer. Mm -hmm. They stay the same age, provided they take care of their body. Which he does, um, yes, very clearly. He definitely does. So I, I knew Mentolo when he broke in, and one of the things he was a big fan of was Mexican wrestling and Japanese wrestling, mm. and masks were more prevalent there. And his whole career has been built on building that career, or building that character. All right, with that, it's now time for the Event Center. This is your B. She's Wrestling Event Center. We start in British Columbia, Friday, March 8th. 365 Pro Wrestling is in Courtney. Saturday, March 9th, 365 Pro Wrestling is in Quadra Island. Saturday, March 9th, All-Star Wrestling is in Vancouver. We move to Alberta. Friday, March 8th, Real Canadian Wrestling is in Calgary. Saturday, March 9th, Real Canadian Wrestling is in Drumheller. We move to Manitoba. Friday, March 8th, Winnipeg Pro Wrestling is in Winnipeg. Saturday, March 9th, Winnipeg Pro Wrestling returns to Winnipeg for a show featuring Steph DeLander. And finally, we shift down south to North Dakota. Saturday, March 9th, Time Bomb Pro Wrestling is in Fargo. And that has been your BC's Wrestling Event Center. Eight events in the events. Mecca, were you drinking when you did that? Not on that event center. Okay. Eight the last ev- few, yes. Eight events <laughs> in total. Uh, before we're done, Ole Anderson passed away. 81 mm-hmm. years old, was it? 81, 84? Yeah, 81. 81. 81. Yep. Lived, lived long, long time. What has he been, been doing lately? Sick for Virgil a, as well? Yes, yeah, yeah. 61 years old uh, Virgil. I worked with Virgil in 2008. Yeah. Uh, interesting guy. Really interesting guy. Very upbeat, very friendly, very talkative. He would not leave Jerry Lawler alone. They had worked together in <laughs> Memphis, but... I got the vibe that he thought maybe Jerry would put in a word to get him on TV. Really? Um, 61 is 61. so young. He'd yeah. been sick as well. Oli had been in a wheelchair since like 2008 or nine. He hasn't been, he hasn't been around the business at all. Right? He, well, he, the story was always that he had made a lot of money as Booker of Georgia and partner. 
and basically didn't need the business and obviously not. Like he lived pretty much 30 some years away from the business and was not, I don't think destitute by any stretch of the imagination. It's like Kevin Von Erich. I think Kevin Von Erich lives on money that he got from Fritz. Tony Schiavone had a nice little tribute to Oli um, when he said basically Oli broke him in. Yeah. He would, he, there would be no Tony Schiavone without uh, Oli Anderson. So, so today's going to be a big day for B-Sheezers. Get your shirts. You can find them on social media. Mm-hmm. Shirts are $25 each. They're blue. Beautiful logo on them. Please buy them. Support the show. And... Big meeting today. Big meeting. We're going to go from 95 to zero or a hundred percent. I think it's going to go to a hundred percent. Maybe we'll have something to talk about next week. Might have a guest here next week or a week after that. And then so much stuff going on. We are inching ever so closely to episode 100. 100. 100 is going to be a good one. We got, we got so many, so, so many things happening in, uh, in local wrestling. I mean, and uh, you know what? I'm I'm just uh, I'm very excited. I'm very excited for what's happening. There's so many shows. There's so much young talent. I do have a Jay Rockney story I want to talk. There's to a you guys lot about. more stuff I want to talk about than that, though. And we're gonna do that next week on B She's Wrestling. <laughs> <laughs>